1: you don't feel like a victim
2: i was not thrown on the ground and ravished which the word rape carries so many sexual connotations this was not this was not sexual for it just it it hurt it just what it just you know but i think most people
1: think of rape as a i mean it is a violent assault it is not i a think sexual. most
2: people think of rape as being sexy mm. let's take a short break think of the fantasies. Mm. We're going to take a quick break. If you can stick around, we'll talk more on the other side. You're fascinating to talk to.
0: <laughs> that woman needs psychiatric assistance. Anybody who just says, well, I don't know which is worse, saying rape is sexy? or whether Anderson Cooper is really interesting, both of those can get you committed to an asylum. Uh, we're going to uh, seriously examine what the Eugene Carroll case means, how it fits into the broader scheme of political use of the judiciary in the United States, with two fan favorites, dear friends of the show, people who fight for the truth every single day. Welcome back to America First One-on-One. Victoria Tunsing and Joe DeGenoa. Hey. Great good, to
3: be here.
0: Good, good seeing you. All right, so let's start with this bizarre <laughs> Orwellian, Kafka esque, kind of Python esque, kind of Monty Python as well wrapped in. So I'm not the legal expert. You are the the legal mavens. But let me just, from a layman's perspective, summarize what I think this case is about. And then you tell me what I'm missing and then what's really important about it. So, number one, the statute of limitations on sexual assault had long uh, expired uh, on this accusation from the 1990s. Uh, as such, there was a ex post facto reactivation uh, of that charge under a temporary Bill in the state Senate that was really focused on E. Jean Carroll being able to bring this case, which had already expired through the statute of limitations. Their rape was never proven, but in this recent case, because President Trump said, You lied, I never raped you, E. Jean Carroll asserted, because of that statement by President Trump, She lost her column in a magazine at the age of 76. Well, she actually got it back four years later. And the damage to her reputation from losing a column for four years, despite the fact that rape was not proven, is valued at her receiving $83.3 million in compensation. I can't believe I just said that sentence. What have I missed out there?
4: Actually, you haven't missed anything. Uh, that is a brilliant summary of the ludicrousness of this entire series of legal and non-legal events. The passage of the extension of the statute of limitations was to us clearly unconstitutional. You, can you imagine reviving claims where evidence is lost, people's memories have faded. She couldn't even remember the specific date, the time or anything else. Uh, she got the, what, what she was wearing wrong. Uh, That was completely wrong from her original statements. So the bottom line is this. This was a completely unfair process from beginning to end. Uh, The second trial with defamation is ludicrous that you can't deny allegations, which is exactly what uh, President Trump was sued for. This is injustice to a fairly well. And if the Second Circuit of New York is worth its salt, it will overturn both of these cases.
0: And And, and Victoria, let let, let, let me just before you jump in. Did, it didn't. Isn't this anybody can say you rape me, and if I deny it, I can get sued. Yeah, it's yeah, really that's very, it's,
3: it's bad public policy. And, and oh, by the way, Seb do you remember Tara Reid? Oh, yes. Her, her accusations against Joe Biden were identical. He slammed her up against the wall and used his finger to sexually assault her under her skirt. Uh, what happened? Tara Reid had to leave the country because of threats, and nothing happened to Joe Biden.
1: Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800 702 5400. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400.
4: Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states.
0: So, talk to me about the way this trial was run by the judge, who turns out, this is as of the last 72 hours, the attorney... For E. Jean Carroll was a mentee of the judge. They had a prior relationship. And the judge, according to Alina Hubber, President Trump's attorney, demanded to see Alina Hubber's questions to her client and to be told in advance what President Trump would say in court. And the judge then proceeded to edit and alter what her questions were allowed to be and what the answers were permissible in the court. Is that standard procedure? Under what aegis or authority does that occur?
4: Now, this this was outrageous conduct by this federal judge, Judge Lewis Kaplan, who clearly had an animus toward Donald Trump and his attorneys. Uh, Not only was he a mentor— to E. Jean Carroll's lead attorney, who was also named Kaplan, the woman named Kaplan, but his former law clerk was the second lawyer on the case for E. Jean Carroll. Uh, Nothing about uh, her being a mentor uh, under, uh, that his being a mentor to this lawyer was made known to the defense. Now, in and of itself, that's probably not grounds to reverse the case, but in conjunction with everything else that the judge did during the case, Deny the president total due process, by the way, in both cases, the original case and the defamation case, total due process denial for the president, which I think should lead the Court of Appeals to reverse both both of these verdicts.
3: Uh, Seb, I just think that it's unconstitutional to accuse a person of misconduct and not be able to tell you the date of when it occurred, because there's no way then that you have due process, right. a right to a process that's fair to defend yourself. How do you, How can you say that? He might've been in Mar-a-Lago. He might've been in Europe, but if you don't know the date, hey, you just, you just had misconduct that, 30 years ago, that, for that,
4: God's sake. That should lead to dismissal of the case right. on the grounds that the, the defendant has mm-hmm. not been given fair notice of what the allegations are. The, the allegations involve time, place, incident, and acts. Without, without those items, the person cannot mount a legitimate defense. And by the way, that's why we have statutes of limitation, right. so that you don't bring a case 30 years later when all of these things may be forgotten or lost or destroyed.
0: Does does any of the following the- matter, or are these just political observations? Number one, that the person who initiated the idea of the case was George Conway, a renowned Trump hater, who encouraged E. Jean Carroll to bring the case 30 years later, that the case, the attorneys for E. Jean Carroll were funded by Reed Hoffman, a known anti-Trump billionaire who is also funding a part of Nikki Haley's campaign. And then, of course, uh, the, the evidence of the dress she said she was wearing at the time, which Donna Karen, I think the designer said, hadn't even been manufactured in the decade she asserted the rape had occurred. Do do any of these things matter? Uh, Taken
3: taken together, as as Joe was saying about the relationship between the judge and and his mentee, um, that these are bricks. This not one of those things would be enough to overturn the case, although I, I go back to my constitutionality of no notice of the date as being enough to to take the case out but those kinds of things build with each other and when you get a whole bunch of them they do build but
4: they should have been admitted in evidence and they weren't they weren't admitted in evidence the judge kept that all out that in and of itself the cumulative effect of those denials of the admissibility of evidence Mm -hmm. is grounds for reversal without any doubt if the of appeals is fair. Let's put
0: uh, on the screen other things that were not permitted to be produced as evidence by President Trump and his legal team. These are tweets from E. Jean Carroll over the years that President Trump has posted on Truth Social. Let me just uh, read two of them Sex tip I learned from my dog. When in heat, chase the male until he collapses with exhaustion, then jump him. Uh, this other one, which is highly <laughs> relevant. How do you know your, quote, unwanted sexual advance is unwanted until you advance it? I would say that's a rather relevant statement from E. Jean Carroll. we we'll talked to Victoria Tunsing and Joe DeGeneva. Follow them on social media at Vic and please support them on their Give, Send, Go. They are fighting a war against the deep state. That's givesendgo.com slash DeGeneva Tunsing. If you enjoy the long-form discussion, the deep dive, not just seven or eight minutes on a topic, but the whole hour with true experts like Joe and Victoria, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast, whichever platform you. Prefer, plug in my name, Sebastian Gawker, America First. Leave a five star review and share the links with your friends so the truth is distributed far and wide. And if you stand with President Trump, tell the world. We designed this based upon everything that's happening to President Trump. It's a simple t shirt with the message Donald Trump did nothing wrong. And then we have the political one with a very simple message his face 2024 retribution. Get yours and so much more at SebGorkaStore.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A Store.com. And you can support the president at his website, DonaldJTrump.com. That's DonaldJTrump.com. Greetings, this is Dr. Sebastian Gorka from the Midas Gold Group War Room. The MAGA veterans at Midas point out that the Federal Reserve note does not belong to you. It belongs to the Federal Reserve Bank, while the federal debt doesn't belong to the Federal Reserve Bank. It belongs to you. This is your wake-up call to what the Midas Gold Group veterans believe the central bank and government are trying to do. A controlled demolition of our current system with a central bank digital currency to take complete and utter control of our transactional freedoms. A literal digital concentration camp replete with social sanctions. Protect yourself. Turn this wake-up call into a phone call and look into the opportunities that gold can provide you as a way to diversify your investments. Call veteran owned Midas Gold Group today, 855 322 Gold, or go to MidasGoldGroup.com. That's 855 322 Gold, or just go to MidasGoldGroup.com. Always faithful, Midas Gold Group, MAGA, and proud of it. If three hours a day is simply not enough, why not join us this 4th of July weekend for our Patriots Alaska cruise. We're going to spend June 29th to July 6th in probably the most beautiful state of the Union with you, our fellow listeners and patriots. If you missed our trip to the Holy Land a year ago, join us for this spectacular. Spectacular cruise. I've never been to Alaska. I've never even been on a cruise. I'm so excited. I'll be there with my muse Katie, with my Salem colleagues, Jennifer Horn, with Mike Gallagher out of New York and Chris DeGall and you. We'll get together. We'll recharge our batteries and we'll talk about what it's going to take to wrest back the republic from those who are seeking to destroy it right now. Check out the amazing itinerary and book your cabin right now. Don't wait. Go to SebGorka.com and click on the Patriots Alaska Cruise banner. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, SebGorka.com, and the Patriots Alaska Cruise. Joe, Victoria, uh, we could we could spend an hour on, on each of the, the, the cases and sets of indictments President Trump is uh, is facing, but I'm so curious about the the one that was initiated with the shocking FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago, the so-called classified documents case where he was accused of maintaining documents he shouldn't have and maybe giving them to our enemies. That case uh, or the story in the mainstream media seems to have died a death.
4: Has it collapsed under the weight of its own absurdity? Well, what's happened is the judge in the case, Judge Cannon, uh, has handled it like you would any ordinary criminal case. She's giving the defendant time to prepare his defense and she's allowing motions to be filed. And because it involves classified information, Uh, She is also using all the procedures that are required to deal with that, much to the dismay of special counsel Jack Smith, who wanted to ram through the case in violation of all standing trial rules. She hasn't accepted that, and that has benefited the president. That case will not go to trial before the election.
3: I, I have two things to say about that case, Seb. Number one, it's under the Presidential Records Act. That whole issue should have been negotiated and handled civilly. Yes. It never which, should have been which, come
0: which is what has happened in the past, from Nixon through Clinton yes. through Obama, that, you know, the ex-president's legal team negotiates with the feds, with the National Archive, and they come to an administrative arrangement.
3: Yes. And then the second thing I have to say, the problem with the litigation, because I've done these kinds of cases. I had all of this classified terrorism uh, cases under me when I was at the Justice Department. Um, you've got a jury. Do How do you show the jury the, the classified information, unless you get everybody on the jury right. to get top secret okay. clearance? But Jack Smith's is going to have to show those jurors. Uh, in order for them to say, yes, this was classified information, and it should have been classified, and if people learned about it, it would hurt It would hurt national security. How do you do that? I, mean, I don't know how you do that. There's a gray male statute where certain things are left out. You can't do this when the, the exact issue in the case is whether the document is classified, not whether— a defendant needs classified information to help his or her case.
0: So you, uh, both of you, have a confidence that at least this case will be handled properly by the judge.
4: Yes, and I think it has been thus far. I think I think the the the, the reason you don't hear a lot about it now is because Jack Smith realizes. It's a dead letter before the election. And,
3: and, and do you think it's a coincidence that this was a Republican-appointed judge, the only one <laughs> right, in
0: the right. cases? Well, let's look at a case which is being handled uh, rather differently, and that's Georgia uh, Fanny Willis and her ambulance-chasing paramour. Uh, I'm curious, why, why would somebody who has no background in federal prosecutions, who literally was an accident attorney, who is having an affair with Fanny Willis, suddenly becomes her chief prosecutor— Against President Trump, and then he is having multiple visits with the Biden White House. Should that should that raise any alarm bells for a county prosecutor?
4: Um, well, <laughs> it, obviously, it's, it's it's it is extremely strange uh, actions. Uh, I heard a Democratic uh, campaign official the other day say, "What's all the hubbub about?" Uh, I'm sure that Nathan Wade went there to discuss. The, the executive privilege that might come into play in the Georgia case, that's utter nonsense. That's pure speculation. He has no idea why he was there. The answer, he was there to consult with people in the White House about how they could proceed to make life miserable for Donald Trump.
3: And there ought to be a hearing. I hope the Georgia Senate gets enough cojones to really get into this issue because they didn't have it after the 2020 election because the governor kowtowed them into you know, being very weak people. But now maybe they have some cojones and they'll really dig into this matter. It is important what Nathan Wade said. With but, the White
0: but, House. but what should be the gist of that hearing? Because I understand he uh, wasn't even approved through the local, I think there's some kind of council or committee that has Mm -hmm. to vote on new prosecutors. So is it a procedural function or more serious when it comes to Nathan Wade and and Fannie Willis?
3: It should be serious. It should be substantive. And and it's also, let's just talk about the money, taxpayers' money. Yes. Uh, Fannie likes to say, well, he had the same hourly rate as everybody else. Well, when you charge 20 hours a day billing, that can add up to real money, and that's what he was doing.
4: But he did, but he didn't. He had $250 an hour, and the other lawyers on the case are at 200. So she lied when she said that at the church uh, a couple of Sundays ago. The other thing is, there's a way you hire people like this, and she didn't do it correctly. This goes to the question of whether and Hay he was properly hired, whether or not he had the authority to do what he did, whether or not anything that's happened up until now has to be thrown out whether or not she has to be recused from the case because of a conflict of interest. This thing is just replete with all sorts of issues. That's why the Senate has to look into all of this, not only what she did, but what he did. In other words, in looking at her, you have to look at Nathan Wade because they are literally a couple, but they're also joined at the hip when it comes to the facts leading up to the prosecution and anything after the prosecution. And Think
3: think about this issue. Annie went to a black church and said this was all about racism. So already she has tainted the jury pool in Atlanta.
4: Absolutely. And that's been the basis for a motion to dismiss by the Trump people. And it's a very good motion to dismiss. Her conduct has been reprehensible. She has violated all the standards of the ABA on prosecutorial conduct. It's been an amazing performance by a really, really, really bad prosecutor.
3: And can can we mention the fact that she made conduct criminal that's never been criminal before? Right.
4: Yeah, just to mention that. Just the essence of the case is ludicrous and, and should be dismissed on the grounds that it, it, it she, she has not charged a crime cognizable under the law.
3: Alternate electors are all legal under our, our whole history. Uh, nobody indicted John Kennedy when he used them in 1960
4: right. in Hawaii. Right. They're mentioned in the statute alternate yeah. electors are mentioned in the statute well, and and le- le- leading
0: democrats before the 2020 election did a whole video uh, encouraging uh, republicans not to uh, recognize the first slate of uh, electors so if uh, if it's a crime for president trump and his attorneys then it must be a crime for them as well we're talking to victoria tansing and jode jenever this is america first one on one never miss any of our updates and breaking news and everything we have to share with you follow me on all the social media platforms that matter just look for seb gorker or sebastian gorker on true social twitter facebook instagram Parler, get telegram did you know that 84 percent of new year's resolutions fail in the first six weeks that's got me thinking about phd weight loss and nutrition and why it was a success for me why i haven't gained one pound of my 42 pound weight loss back why Jeff, my producer, decided to start the program. Most people blame their failure on a lack of time, motivation, and a loss of zeal. PhD makes it simple. It doesn't take a lot of extra time. They are masters of motivation. You have a team of coaches by your side the whole time, and you don't lose your zeal because every week you make great strides, so you stay excited. Do something different this year and call PhD Weight Loss and Nutrition, 864 1900 to get started, or online at myphdweightloss.com. Don't do this alone. The number, 864-644-1900, myphdweightloss.com. If you enjoy what we provide for you here on America First, please support those who make it possible, especially great supporters like Mike Lindell. You've heard the news. He has been banned by Fox News. Paul Ryan finally did it, not just as a guest, but as an advertiser, as their best advertiser, because he's just too close to President Trump. Let's celebrate Fox News in their suicidal decision by the brand new deal that Mike has given us. Not only will you get up to 66% off his line of more than 200 items at MyPillow.com after Fox's absurd decision, you're going to get free shipping, even if you buy the biggest item on his website, even if you buy a mattress or 10 mattresses or 100 mattresses, they will ship to you free. Check out his amazing line of wep- of uh, items, all made in America by Americans. Go to MyPillow.com, promo code G-O-R-K-A, or call up a human being. Forget those online orders of Chinese garbage on Amazon, 800-829-8468. That's 800 829 8468 MyPillow.com, promo code G-O-R-K-A. So here's an interesting question uh, for you, uh, Joe and Victoria. We had uh, another legal professional who will go unnamed, who was on my show two days ago. A uh, good guy who said, uh, you shouldn't impeach Biden because you should leave it up to the electorate because it's an election year. I- I'm not sure that that. Attitude holds after what was done to President Trump, and especially in terms of it placating or trying to please the the Marquis of Queensbury rules that the other side flagrantly ignore. So let's talk instead uh, about uh, Alejandro Mayorkas. The decision has been taken by at least the Republicans to impeach him. Is this the right thing to do? Is it too little, too late? Let's start with you, Joe.
4: It's the right thing to do, and it's too late. It should have been done last year. It's been fairly obvious from the very beginning that this was a purposeful policy instituted by President Biden on Inauguration Day with executive orders that reversed all of the policies which kept our borders secure. Mayorkas is in clear violation of his oath of office to faithfully execute the immigration laws of this country. There isn't any doubt that he has willfully failed to execute it. He's done it purposely. He's been instructed to do so by the president. It makes the conduct of the president impeachable as well. But there isn't enough time to impeach the president. So Mallorca should be impeached. He'll never be convicted in the Senate. But the question is, what would Nancy do? And the answer is, <laughs> she would impeach Mallorca. So show, so should the Republicans. Not enough time in- to impeach Biden, Victoria?
3: Well, if they could get their act together, of course, there's enough time. They well, can technically, they there's want to. time. Nancy, Nancy Pelosi, as Joe says, it's in my line, by the way, what yes. would Nancy
2: do? That's right.
3: Yes. She she impeached Trump within, you know, days after January
4: 6th. Yes, so, uh, yes, yes, There there is time. But the Democrats have changed the standards for impeachment, and now they're complaining about it. Uh, you watch these clowns on the Democratic side, where, whether it's Jamie Raskin or this, the, the guy, from, Goldman, from New York, the, this incredible congressman who lies constantly, like all of them. And they just seem to have forgotten the, the rules that they changed when Trump was president.
0: And with regards to Mayorkas, uh, Victoria, how should it be done? Uh, if, if the vote uh, is successful, how should they proceed?
3: Well, they should, vote it, they should vote for impeachment and just send it to the Senate. You know it's not going to go anywhere. But as the Democrats say, Seb, and we know well, the process is the punishment.
4: And he'll be impeached forever, just like they said about Trump. Mm-hmm. The process is the punishment,
0: a phrase we have heard many, many times from our friends among the whistleblower community at the FBI. We're talking to Victoria Tansing and Joe DeGeneres. Make sure you are following them right now on Twitter at Vic Tanzing. That's V-I-C. T-O-E-N-S-I-N-G. And please support them on their Give, Send, Go. They have incurred more than half a million dollars worth of legal fees because of their fight against the deep state. That is GiveSendGo.com slash DeGeneva Tansing. Uh, I'm broadcasting to you from the com studios, just outside the insalubrious, fetid, rank, malodorous, noisome, ghastly swamp that is Washington, D.C. The Relief Factor, it's real. It works. Right now, it is liberating more than a million Americans from their daily pain, me included. Yes, I had a low back pain issue that plagued me for nine years, almost a decade. I took Relief Factor, and two weeks later, I was pain-free, and I'm still pain-free, more than five years later, as of January 1st. But it's not just me. It's people like Alicia from California. Allow me to share her story with you. I'm a grocery store worker and was working doubles during the coronavirus shutdown. At 52 years old, my two bad knees did not get a rest. I literally limped to and from bed. Two days into relief factor and the pain decreased substantially. So thankful for this amazing product. That should be your story. That could be your story. There's only one way to find out, but it's super easy. All you do is you go to reliefactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. the number four, Relief. You order the three-week quick starter pack. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do, and I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee, by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you like it works for me, Alicia, and over a million of your fellow Americans. Ask yourself a simple question. What do you have to lose? If the only answer is the pain, then you know what to do. The three-week quick start pack costs just $19.95. Even I can do that math: $19.95 divided by twenty-one days. That's less than a dollar a day. You can't even get a good cup of joe for less than a dollar a day. Find out for yourself if you could be the next success story. There's only one way: one eight hundred the number four relief relieffactor That's one eight hundred four seven three five four three three relieffactor dot com relieffactor dot com are you tired of not getting a good night's sleep? Well, my friend Mike Lindell has created the perfect solution. He didn't just top out the pillow; he also created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets, made from the world's best cotton called Giza. These sheets are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. And now, for a limited time, you can get 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets with prices starting as low as $29.98 in a variety of sizes and colors, and have a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio square and use promo code G-O-R-K-A at checkout. You can also find deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper and the MyPillow towel sets. Don't wait. Any longer to get the best sleep of your life, call 800-829-8468 or go to mypillow.com now and use promo code GORKA. That's 800-829-8468 or mypillow.com, promo code G-O-R-K-A.
3: And imagine a point where a judge tells the lawyer before your client, the former president of the United States, the leading candidate... And obvious nominee for the Republican Party. Before he takes the stand to defend himself, Ms. Haba, tell me the questions you're going to ask in open court and tell me exactly what he's going to respond. And then edited my questions, edited the response he was allowed to give. And guess what my client did? He took the stand. He abided by the rules of this corrupt system that I have seen. We will immediately appeal.
0: She impresses every time she uh, stands in front of a microphone. That's one of President Trump's brave attorneys, Alina Haber, after the decision that uh, for not raping somebody, really, that is the gist of it, the, the uh, crux of it, for not raping a woman, President Trump must pay $83.3 million to that woman. Uh, George DeGeneva, Victoria Tunsing, l- let me ask you a kind of meta question or, or context question. I see two serious problems with law in America today. Well, there are many, but two very serious ones. Number one, judges who are absolutely patently political, who detest... Uh, the people standing in the dock in front of them for political purposes and behave. If you read the transcripts, especially of the January six cases, you can tell that the judges just ooze utter contempt for the person standing in front of them before anything is decided by a jury. And then secondly, and this goes to who you are and how you fight, I just see a dearth of people like you... Uh, Alina Haber, the others who are prepared to fight in court for people who, purely by their political identity, are anathema to the quote-unquote elite uh, and the godlike individuals like Jack Smith. Can can these two two things be solved and how? The, The dearth of courageous attorneys and and the incredibly, apparently politicized judicial bench.
4: Well, I think we're in deep trouble when it comes to the federal bench. I have been very, very uh, disappointed, to say the least, in the conduct of many of the federal judges on the D.C. federal court, making political comments outside the court, commenting about the cases before them and about the people that they've sentenced, making comments in general about the January 6th defendants and what happened on the Hill that day. Uh, these comments out of court by judges and even in court by judges are absolutely improper. There's been a diminution in the dignity of federal courts all over the country. And I think what it's gonna take is, it's gonna take a couple of terms by Republican presidents to instill through the Justice Department a new sense of concern for the the professionalism of the federal uh, Justice Department and also for the judges in America in America's federal courts. It's gonna take a lot of work, though. It's not gonna be easy.
3: The problem, Seb, is it, it's the stool, the three legs of the stool. You've got the Justice Department, you've got the judiciary, and you have the media. And there's just, it's really hard to fight. Look what happened to Peter Navarro. I mean, yeah. He was in negotiations. In negotiations with the Justice Department as to what executive privilege was in answering his questions. And he was arrested and thrown into jail for a misdemeanor. Um, And the press says nothing. It's not a problem. And the courts say nothing. It's not a problem. So there's a prime example.
4: It's a very, very difficult task ahead for whoever the next Republican president is. But it has to be one of the most important things they do. Who is the attorney general? who the new FBI director is, to instill and reinstate confidence of the American people in the federal judicial and prosecution system. It's, It's at its lowest ebb. And for all these judges, by the way, who've been making speeches and saying things during sentencings about what they think about January 6th, nobody cares what these federal judges think about January 6th. It's none of their business to give speeches about the policy of American political discourse. People have the freedom of speech to assemble and to disagree with just about anything they want to, as long as they do so lawfully. But and to hear federal judges talk they do about the way these cases is very disturbing.
3: The Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia all said that it was all right to sentence a person if, if he or she only was walking through the Capitol on January 6th and did nothing they could spend time in jail.
4: How frightening is that? And that's why the Supreme Court case, which the Supreme Court is hearing about, the misuse of this statute by Jack Smith is very important. And by the way, some of these federal judges have realized that the Supreme Court is going to overturn the use of that statute and have started releasing some of these defendants from January 6th early from their sentences. That is an amazing change of events.
3: Just just to follow up on that, this is a statute written after Enron to criminalize obstructing destructing documents right it's a document right. destruction statute it has
4: nothing to do with and, what happened uh, but, but but what about apple. what about
0: it's one thing to try and fix the doj which very soon after I came into the, the Trump administration, I realized was the most corrupt department in, in, in federal government. But but the judges, the, the, these judges are judges for life. And, and many of the names provided to us by the people we trusted at the Federalist Society, by Leonard Leo and others, who were meant to be, you know, staunch constitutionalists and originalists, turned out to be cowards, weren't prepared to hear cases about 2020, or turned out not to be conservatives. So is there any remedy for judges who just aren't impartial officers of the court?
4: Yes, you make their life miserable by public discourse about them. Very few people talk about judges and about their conduct. One of the things that people have to do is they have to talk about these judges. These have to become household names. Look what they've tried to do to Clarence Thomas. It shows that you can do it and that people accept it. At least they accept it when it involves Clarence Thomas, who's been the victim of some of the most outrageous false accusations. I suggest to people that if they are if they're not happy with the way federal judges behave there are things they can do. They can file complaints against them with the federal judicial circuits. They can write articles about them, which people do all the time. They can do investigations about them, which the, which the, the left-wing media does all the time. It's very important not to forget that people have the right of criticism of federal judges and they have the right of free speech, which includes that criticism. But conservatives never do that.
0: Yeah. You see? No. I, well, they got to start. I like that. that. We've got to talk about these people. We've got to shame them. We're talking to Victoria Tunsing and Joe DeGenema. Dear friends, if you owe back taxes, Happy New Year. The party's over. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions. Then it's over to the 20,000 new IRS agents to find you. Why target you and not millionaires? Because millionaires have tax lawyers and you don't. Your pay-up plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and your, in, in your favor. For example, they have a direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because uh, Tax Network USA has learned of a special limited Time IRS offer where they are prepared to waive one billion dollars in penalties if you qualify. Schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited IRS penalty cancelling offer. Call right now one-eight hundred-two four five-six thousand. That's one-eight hundred-two four five-six thousand. Or just go to TNUSA dot com slash Gorka. That's TN. USA.com slash G-O-R-K-A.
1: This is Dennis Prager. I am excited to announce the all-new PragerTopia Plus. You can listen to my show whenever it's convenient for you, all commercial-free and all on demand. Now with Prager Plus, search topics, guests, and segments all the way back to 2010. And now, a truly exciting new benefit my monthly online video get together for Pragertopia Plus members only. This is where, for an hour each month, Pragertopia Plus members get an exclusive chance to ask me anything. That's right, anything. It's on video. I'll be talking to you and answering your questions. We may even have a special guest every now and then. I've never done this. Submit your questions for me at PragerTopia.com. This is only available to PragerTopia Plus members. This is our chance to connect like never before. Go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com.
0: In the last few minutes we have with you, let's talk about you and your fight against the deep state. Uh, they tried to intimidate you, come after you, Rudy Giuliani as well. What What is the state of play for you, and do you still have a a sort of Damocles over your head because of the way the Department of Justice has treated you?
3: No, I don't. uh, They've said it's over, but this was after 18 months. And what the the Department of Justice did, and the uh, Democrat-appointed judge agreed, was that everything that was seized of mine belonged to the government unless I took money and fought it and asserted attorney-client privilege on the documents. So I had to protect all of my clients. Uh, privileged information. For
0: those who missed it, uh, uh, they came to your home to serve a warrant for electronic devices. In that warrant document, you found out they'd already accessed your communications on the iCloud. So are you telling me that they said those communications, including discussions with your clients, now belong
4: (laughs) to Biden's administration? They did. That's that's exactly what they said. And by the way, let's make make very clear why this was done. They used the ruse of saying they were investigating a possible failure to register under Farah by Rudy Giuliani. They told Victoria, you're not the subject of the investigation, but you may have evidence on your devices that relates to Rudy Giuliani. That was a lie from the Southern District of New York. They seized her devices for one reason— They wanted to know what she and Rudy knew about the conduct of the Biden family in Ukraine. That's what this was about. It had nothing to do with investigating a crime. And they sculpted away at the end after they couldn't find anything that was worthy of any interest whatsoever. They said, well, nothing here. There won't be any charges the oh, matter- no. at this time. At this time, there won't be any. <laughs> this is charges. what they always do. But these are the thugs at the Southern District of New York. And one of the things that has to be done by the next Republican president and the next Republican attorney general is clean house in the Southern District of New York. Yeah.
0: Yeah, th- that is the best word for them. They are purely thugs. They fought the good fight and they won, but at great cost to them financially, upwards of half a million dollars. Please support my friends in their continued fight for truth against the deep state. Their Give Send Go is uh, just under their name. com slash DeGeneva Tunsing. And the illustration you'll recognize. Is in my studio (laughs) with America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. God bless you both. Keep doing what you do. I'm Sebastian Gorka. You've been listening to a very special one-on-one. If you enjoy the show, make sure you are subscribed on the podcast channel of your choice. Make sure you are following us on all social media platforms. Just look for my name, Seb Gorka or Sebastian Gorka. And don't forget, my Substack with unique content written by me and direct access to me. That's at sebastiangorka.substack.com. And check out all the amazing America First gear made in America as as well at store.com including all of my books from Defeating Jihad to Why We Fight and The War for America's Soul. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A Store.com Wherever you are whatever you're doing keep your head on a swivel watch your six hold the line never give up never give in and stay frosty. Our
1: fathers This is America First with Sebastian Gorka.
2: But I'm deeply suspicious of all kinds of cultural relativism. In particular, the notion that there is nothing deeper to our beliefs than the fact that we hold them. We are also now berated for the alleged sins of our tradition by some critics. Columbus, these critics hold did not discover the new world that opened the door to mankind's greatest achievements, but rather he treacherously imported European problems onto virgin soil. The Industrial Revolution, these critics say, did not unleash mankind's imaginative powers to produce a better world, but rather introduced the new oppression of capitalism to greater numbers. And, my friends...
0: The rewriting of freedom's history continues. The rewriting of freedom's history continues. The great Margaret Thatcher. Where are leaders of her ilk today? There are some, but not many, in Western civilization. I'm Sebastian Gorka. Welcome to America First. We have an amazing show for you today. Third hour, we will be joined by your favorites, Joda Genova and Victoria Tunsing. But first, there are moments even for people like me who are in the center of conservative life, who've served in a conservative administration in the Trump White House, where even I go really? Really? Is it that bad? Am I right? And then you meet somebody or you hear a story and then you realize, yes, don't give in to the gaslighting. We broadcast from just outside the nation's capital, which isn't a large city. It's 600,000 people. If you compare it to New York with 8 million or Los Angeles or... No, it's just a small, small city. A city which, last year in a 12-month period, had almost a 1,000 carjackings. A city where, on Monday... At 5.45 p.m., not 3 in the morning, on K Street, K Street, the, the center of downtown, a married father of three, a Trump administration official, was carjacked and shot in the head as he was about to pick up his wife from work. The carjacker afterwards went on a rampage, chased across the city, and eventually intercepted by two police officers in Baltimore and shot to death. That's in the nation's capital. Please keep Mike Gill, who is now in intensive care, keep Mike And his family in your prayers. Almost a thousand carjackings in the nation's capital. Or the story from New York of two police officers being beaten brutally by a gang of illegal immigrants who were, some of whom, not all of them, were actually detained. And then who walked out of the police station a few hours later, despite the fact that one of them had priors, had warrants out against him. But because they're illegal aliens, they don't get detained in New York City. Assaulting a police officer as an illegal alien. And then you walk. But if you're a pro-life patriot in Tennessee, who went to an office building and in a hallway outside of a clinic, which is actually an abortion mill, sang hymns and prayed, you are on the cusp of getting 11 years in prison for trying to save the unborn. That's the reality of the life we are living today in America. I had some good friends visit this morning, came to our house for breakfast. And I'm not going to embarrass anybody, but they're patriots, they're Americans. And then when you hear one of them describe another member of their family who was a friend of mine for years, A senior diplomat, very senior diplomat, for multiple administrations, a former Green Beret who you would think that means he lives in the real world. And my friend, who's a conservative, says over dinner, Wow, that January 6th narrative is just collapsing. And his brother in law says, What do you mean? It was an insurrection. And then he says, well, what about Ray Epps? And my friend, the former Green Beret, says, who's Ray Epps? That's when you realize the gaslighting is real, and you must not bow down to it. You must not question your certitude with what the left is doing to our country when I have doubts myself, it's okay, because they're usually fleeting. Why? Because of real people who shake me back into reality. You know me, five years I've been doing this. And my stories from outside the studio, where I love to be, talking to you and with our guests, come from just a handful of places, walking my dogs from the post office from the 711 <laughs> i'm sorry i live such a sheltered life outside of the show this morning i was leaving the post office and uh, car pulls in and i see this guy as i'm getting into my car really staring at me intently this gaunt uh, bald individual as i'm getting into my mustang he he's parked his car and he starts walking over to me and i'm thinking okay What's this going to be? Loony leftist or something else? And I'll just say his name and where he comes from with a little bit of an accent. So I asked him straight away. He said, Thank you, Dr. G. It's a real war. And they want to destroy everything. And he said this sentence to me just a couple of hours ago. It's only those who've seen it and almost lost it all, who understand. And I said, what do you mean? He says, I come from the Dominican Republic and I know socialism and I'm seeing it right now. That's when you realize nothing of what we share with you is an exaggeration, is hyperbole. If Jaime, from the Dominican Republic, somebody I'd never met before, can tell me We're on the cusp of losing it all. Then you realize we are in the fight of our lives. And it's up to you. It's up to me. It's up to everyone who has children and loves America. Come on, let's do this. Let's save the greatest nation on God's green earth. Okay, that was unplanned. But from the heart, make sure you never miss any of the long form discussions we have to share with you. Joe DiGeneva, Victoria Tunsing, you don't want to miss that. Go to the podcast platform of your choice. Plug in my name, Sebastian Gorka, America First. Leave a five star review. Share the links with your friends. If you want sanity back, if you want safety back, if you want prosperity back, check out all the America First gear at sebgorkastore.com, including the latest. Donald Trump did nothing wrong. And the t-shirt, 2024 Retribution. Get yours, S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A store.com. This is America First. Do not touch that dial. Stay with us for the next three hours.